One of the extra things that we're doing with this series on 1 Chronicles is having some short talks, short topical talks uh, that go along with the preaching. Uh, The first one um, is tonight and I've been given the topic of hope. Hope is a very topical topic, isn't it? I wonder what you are hoping for. What are you longing for? This is such a weird time and a hard time, isn't it? Are you hoping we'll win more gold medals at the Olympics? Are you hoping we finish church in time to watch the rugby league game or to watch the men's 100 metres? Maybe you're longing to see more of people, your family or friends or your church family. Maybe cooped up in the house or apartment, you'd be happy to see less of some people. Are you feeling deflated and hopeless at the thought of another month in lockdown? Are you holding on to hope that that special celebration or event or long-awaited holiday will still be able to happen? Maybe you're just hoping to get through each day. Maybe you're thinking longingly of that amazing freedom we had back in May or even further back in 2019. Can anyone even remember that? Remember when we took seeing people for granted? When we could hug people and shake hands? Maybe what you hope for goes beyond the current situation. You might hope for your significant relationships to be better or for chronic pain or ill health to improve. Maybe you long to see again someone who has passed away. Maybe you long for safety and security. Maybe you just hope to be able to get by week to week. Hope is one of those things that seems to be built into us. It's part of how God has made us. And we know that because when we're without it, when we are hopeless, we're in strife. People of Israel were in captivity in Babylon for 70 years Their ancestors walked around in the desert for 400 years. Say this not to minimise the weeks and months we've had living like this, but because I I think our own hopes and longings, whether they're COVID-related or not, should give us some insight into what it must have been like for them. Life in Babylon was tough. The book of Daniel shows us some of that. And yet Jeremiah told the people that they were to get on with life while they were in Babylon. They could work on their lockdown projects and make their sourdough. They could watch the Olympics and cheer. But they weren't to forget God and his promises. And his promise to them was that they would return to the place where they lived with him. The return from exile was God's second great rescue of his people. It, like the Exodus, gives us a picture of God's rescue of us. And the prophets that foreshadowed that also looked beyond it to the final return home for all of God's people. Revelation 21, which we read earlier, points us to the new heaven and the new earth. It's a picture we're familiar with, the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven and the big voice from heaven which says, look, 
God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. We know these words. We say them at funerals. We know the hope that they bring when humanly everything is lost. But what about now? What about in the everyday things that get us down? What about in lockdown? Is our hope in our routine or in exercise or in Olympic gold? Or is it in the city of gold, our heavenly home? Is it in seeing our families again or in knowing that we are the children of God? Is my hope in creating order myself or in trusting the one who created order? It is right for us to long, long for things to be better and to long to be together. But anything on earth we hope for is temporary and ultimately all our hopes are fulfilled in Jesus and his return. I'll finish with a quote from our Archbishop this week. He said, In the uncertainty of this moment, in the emotional churn of enforced confinement, in the disruption to routine, which means that everything ordinary is hard, we have a glorious, indestructible hope. Not just a hope for a cure, not just a hope for returning to normality, but the hope of a world renewed by the presence and power of the King of God's kingdom. Jesus is still the best news game. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have made us your children, that you have rescued us and that you have given us a living hope and an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade. Father, help us to put our hope in you and to trust you. In Jesus' name, amen.